I'm Brian Tetta, executive producer of The View. It's Wednesday, and that means I'm here with Joy Behar. This is Behind the Table. Our hello, Joy. Hello. Hello, Brian. How are you today? Well, you know, the world is with us. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like you're feeling it this week a little bit. Uh, There are times when we've worked together and the news cycles get particularly dark, and I feel like maybe you carry that with you more than most people. I do. I I, I always, when I was a kid, I used to worry about nuclear war all the time. Right. I'm a worrier. Yeah, which is uh, interesting because you also have that whole so what, who cares part of you. Well, that's for trivia. This is like the real thing. Right, right. (laughs) But um, I I feel like sometimes it actually makes you better on the show because I think you're feeling stuff so passionately and and it comes out. But it makes my life harder generally because you're you're cranky. Well, I'm cranky because I want things to be better. Yes. Things to fix. Yes, and I'm not able to fix the Middle East. Well, no. No no one is, it seems. Well, maybe Joe Joe Biden can do something. Yeah. He already made a dent with Egypt, so that's good. Okay, so we got to start there. We were just talking about the fact that the... uh, I just feel like the weeks are going by fast. Yeah. Isn't that a good thing? Not at my age. No? I, I live looking towards the next break. I love looking towards, I like to have one thing on the calendar, one thing on the horizon that I'm really excited about. Uh And I need to have that at all times. And I do kind of wish time away in a way that is probably not good. Well, that's uh, that's a product of your age, too. I used to be like that. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not like that anymore. You, It takes a lifetime to live in the present. Because you, as you get old, you regress in a certain way. But it's not a regression. It, you become almost like the way you were when you were a child, when you didn't have anything uh, in your mind except what's going on in the present moment. When did that change for you, do you think? Well, it changes as you go through those middle years who can be who can be very stressful. Yeah. But then you get older, you pass those years, and then it's like, hey, I better enjoy this day, you know, because there aren't a lot. And it, it is short. Life is short. It's a cliche, but it's damn true. Yeah, I definitely feel like time is going much, much faster. And, and oh, God, it's, it, it's also partly because of this show. Because we mark things yeah. seasonally a lot of times. What really speeds life up, up, in my opinion, is when you don't have anything to do. Then that time is gone. If you fill the time up, like I've been here for 27 years now. Yeah. Minus a couple of years when yeah, I got, the, the, got sacked. Got fired. Yeah. yeah. I, I think didn't go that fast. I'll tell you when why. You because it was, no, ever. It was, it's, pa- no, the whole 27 years. Oh, the whole 27 years. Because you were packed with stuff you were doing. It's packed. And so... Time goes slower when you're packing it in. When I look back on my life, like college felt like forever. Yeah. And I've been at The View twice as long as I was in college. And it, that feels like a blink in comparison. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Does that feel like... Which one feels like a blink? The View, comparatively the view. to like you yeah. know, the four years I spent in college. That well, because like the, when you were in college, you really had obligations. Yeah. Even more than now. To pass this test, to get through the midterms, to read, uh, you know, uh, Plato, to read Aristotle. I'm assuming you did. I did. Yeah, I did. I didn't retain that much of it, but I did all that. (laughs) All right. Well, this was philosophical. I've enjoyed this. Let's talk about the show, if you got a minute. So today we had Rachel Maddow on the show. Wonderful. You're a fan of hers? I love her. Yeah, she's one of those people where everyone at the table is excited to have them. She's so smart, that's why. Yeah, and she got a tremendous ovation from the uh, audience today, too. Yes. Almost as big as the one I got when I walked out (laughs) this morning. But, Why don't you just go out every day and see if you can get an ovation to make you feel happy? I think I will. So right before the, uh, I've been I've been playing with the idea that um, 
I'm more popular than I am with the hosts and they enjoy making fun of me about it. So right before we walked out this morning, I went to the host and they're waiting in the wings and I said, I'm going to walk out and see if I can get a big ovation. And everyone kind of rolled their eyes and then I got a a sizable (laughs) ovation. Wouldn't you say? And then you came running back to tell us. Yes, I did. I did. And then Rachel Maddow came out and I said, I think mine was as good. And you said, no, no, it wasn't. (laughs) It wasn't. It was not. That's fine. Um, Because they're used to you. They're They're not used to Rachel coming on the show. No, no, Rachel's a big star. Yeah. Okay, so Rachel said that Republicans don't seem to be pursuing politics right now, that they're actually pursuing a different form of government for this country. What do you think of that? So I agree with that. That Every way, you know, I don't understand. Why would you even vote for Republicans right now? They want to take away your Social Security. They'd like to get rid of Medicare and Medicaid. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, they probably would get rid of unemployment insurance, even though you pay into that, as you do with Medicare, you know, and Social Security. Everybody gets taxed for all this stuff anyway, but they would like to just get rid of it to give more tax deductions to rich people. I don't, I don't understand why, why you would vote for them. I don't think anyone thinks it's good for the country right now what's happening there. But you are someone who has always, as a matter of principle, enjoyed what you call playfully Republican on Republican crime. Yes, it's a pleasure to watch. Yes, I know you've always enjoyed it, like when, like you know, when Abby and Megan would go at it or something like that. Whenever yeah. the Republicans disagree. Yeah. Well, now, yeah. well, it's like you know, uh, turtles. If you put a lot of turtles in a in a tank mm-hmm. and you don't give them any food, they will just be, eat each other. Same with lobsters. So that's what's happening right now. Yeah, and so the Republicans are eating each other. Except there are some holdouts. There are people who really can't stand him. I mean, I thought Ted Cruz was more or the most unpopular. I think it might be Jim Jordan too. Yeah. And also that whole that whole thing about the I don't know, a couple of decades ago where he was the gym coach at Ohio State and there was some kind of Horrible. allegedly yeah. some kind of perversion going on with young boys over there with a the doctor and he said nothing. Why would you ever elevate that person to a, to a position of power? Why? Yeah, I mean, he claims not to have known about it, but yeah. I, I, it I happened It happened over a long period of time and people do say they don't know about it and they do. Yeah, I mean, so when you see these things happening in the, the, the grand old party, do you... Enjoy it, or is it too hard to enjoy it because the world's on fire? The world is in very is, is in dire straits right now. Yeah, you've got this war in Ukraine. You've got something going on in, in in Armenia. You've got something now going on in the Middle East. The Middle East is always treacherous territory mm-hmm. to walk around in. You know, what really appalls me is the consistent anti-Semitic attacks that go on in this world. I yeah. mean, Rachel was talking about it today yeah. and how the anti-Semites want one Dixie crat, they called them in those days. That's when the Democrats were like the Republicans today. Yeah. And one Dixie crat wanted to build a wall so the Jews could not get into the country. I mean, first of all, it's a stupid idea, as we've seen uh, down in the South here. It doesn't work. Even Joe Biden, they said, do you think it would work? He said, no. Yeah. But he, he has the money that he has to spend on that. No, anti-Semitism has been, we've been talking about it it's as like long the, as I've been on this show, it's like too. The, it's, it's like the go, here. but it's the yeah. go-to scapegoat in this world. Yeah. And no, it has horrible. to stop. That's horrible. All right, well, let's talk about something happier, and that is uh, Dolly Parton was on the show today. You did not get to sit with her because of a scheduling no. conflict. But you do love Dolly Parton, of I course. Do. Um, one of the last times Dolly was on the show, you questioned her on why she doesn't consider herself a feminist, even though she empowers women with her music. And then um, in response, she discovered she is, in fact, a feminist. (laughs) I said to her, are you a feminist, Dolly? She said, no, I don't think so. I said, well, do you believe that men and women should get the same amount of money if they do the same job? And she said, well, yeah. I said, well, then you're a feminist. She said, I guess I am. Why do you think that some people have a hard time admitting they are a feminist? Because I think that they associate with like ball busting or something, you Mm -hmm. know? 
<laughs> you think it's got a negative connotation? Yeah, I think yeah. that they associate it with women who are, you know, like uh, emasculating their husbands sure. and want more power. And mm-hmm. and I think that that isn't really the definition of it. Right. Well, speaking know, of emasculating— Because a lot of men are feminists also. I, I count myself yeah. among them. Right. Um, speaking of emasculating husbands, we talked about Jada Pinkett Smith yesterday. I know, uh, listen, this, you're, you're making a face at me right now for those who can't see at home. <laughs> you know, so here's the thing. You know, we could talk about death and destruction and the horrors yeah, in the yeah, world, or we could yeah. talk about inane celebrity gossip. Yesterday, we chose inane celebrity gossip. Yeah. What, what are your feelings about this? Do you feel like she's putting too much of her life and relationship out there? Well, my feeling is that I'm not one to put my personal life out there. I don't right. know if you've noticed it. I have. And I don't believe that it's a good idea. Mm-hmm. She wants to sell a book, so she keeps putting out new stuff, it seems. Fine. It's it's the American way. Yeah. Sell a book and make a, some kind of a, uh, a statement that gets people to read it. You know, last week you said you shouldn't take show business too seriously when we discussed those revelations yeah. about the marriage. I mean, do you feel like all of it's theater? Is it all pro wrestling, this kind of stuff? Or do you think it's just, uh, or do you think there's real stuff going I on? I can't really speak for anyone's marriage. I have right. no idea what goes on there. I don't understand what goes on there. But you get interested in some people's marriages. I yeah, feel not like. theirs. Well, why is that? What, what's the difference? Because you're not like a, you're you're watching the BBC, and if it was stars <laughs> from the BBC, then... oh, no, I'm only in, like like give me an example when I'm interested in someone's marriage. You have an, any idea? Uh coming. Nothing's coming. Like like you know, I, I feel like you're more interested in like Martha Stewart's love life than you are, uh, <laughs> you know, Will Smith's. I don't know. I mean, is is it? No, I'm interested in in. Uh, I'm not that interested in Martha Stewart's love life either. All right, I am. No. I saw that she's selling kitty litter now or something. Oh, really? Oh, well, there's no end to the woman, <laughs> the woman's progress with products. <laughs> she's, she's a maven. She's a maven. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This is according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash view. Just go to Indeed.com slash view right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash view. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need indeed. Woodward and Bernstein. Pen and paper. Wine and cheese. What about the perfect pairing when it comes to growing your business? That's you and Shopify. (coughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're delivering daily digests or serving sensational scoops, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout – 
up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort, thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. No matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's extensive help resources are there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com view, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com view now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash view. Hey, I'm Andy Mitchell, a New York Times bestselling author. And I'm Sabrina Kohlberg, a morning television producer. We're moms of toddlers and best friends of 20 years. And we both love to talk about being parents, yes, but also pop culture. So we're combining our two interests by talking to celebrities, writers, and fellow scholars of TV and movies. Cinema, really. About what we all can learn from the fictional moms we love to watch. From ABC Audio and Good Morning America, Pop Culture Moms is out now wherever you listen to podcasts. Um... We had the uh, Shark Tank cast on yesterday. Now, I know uh, we got into a conversation about they wanted Whoopi to be a a, a businesswoman yeah. on Shark Tank. Which of the hosts do you think would be the best to do that with? Like To be one of them? Yeah, to be one of them, to be a business person. Who's got the most acumen? Probably Sunny. Yeah, I think so, too. Sunny, she, she's strict. She was working on backstage, too. I think yeah. she has ideas. Yeah, she she has ideas for a few shows. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's true. No, yeah. that's true. She's always working. Yeah, I think she would be the best. Yeah. I did, I wasn't even following the conversation. My <laughs> mind wandered during that, and which is why I thought they wanted Whoopi to come with a product in front of the sharks because my mind just wandered. Whoopi has done that. Whoopi pitched them an airline for babies, where they just like have only only babies on uh-huh. the airline, so they yeah. don't bother regular people. I Baby see. air. That's never going to happen. It didn't but, work out. No, no but it was uh, it was an interesting concept. How about just people who act like babies? Put them all on one plane. I don't mind that either. Mm-hmm. Um, we had interesting conversations during the commercial breaks today. Um, so sometimes those are better than the show from time to time, <laughs> which is usually a production problem. <laughs> but um, you got you and Whoopi were talking about traveling and the idea of oh, taking yeah. a group trip either solo or with people. A woman in the audience said she wanted to take a trip and she, her friends are telling her not to go by herself. Mm-hmm. And you and Whoopi disagreed on this. Whoopi was a big fan of the idea of taking a solo trip, getting lost in the world. And, yeah. You know. She also made the point that she feels safe in Europe. Yeah. That, that's the reason for that is that they don't have guns all over the place. But you like the idea of traveling with a group. <laughs> I do. Yeah. Tell me about that. Well, Why? I like the idea of being with uh, like-minded people, mm-hmm. you know, who I want to go to the particular places I want to go to. Right. Then you have... They take care of the transportation. They provide food for you and all this other stuff. And then if you want, you can say, I'm not going with you today. And you can wander around by yourself. I think it's nice to have the option. And by the way, if something happens to you, you like the idea that there are people there who know you and who uh, could take care of you. This is why I have trouble as a as a married guy going away with like friends and couples and things like that. I got, I'm very particular about which couples I want to go away well, with. Well, yeah, because you're stuck with them. And you got to like both of them. That's the thing. Like if you get one one dud, it's a problem. Well, I don't want a dud. It's when they fight with each other. That's not good either. You know, I once asked Alan Alder, I said, how come you are so many, you have friends in couples all the time and they're older usually? Yeah. He said, because when they're early in the marriages, 
they fight all the time. I want to be around it. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think about that. When you're married a long time, like I never fight with my husband, except maybe in the car when he gets, when he starts yelling about somebody. And all the only person who hears him screaming about it is me. <laughs> it's you don't like, like the, they don't hear you. It's, the, it's the, like other drivers? Is that yeah, what the drivers. Yeah. Like okay. somebody will cut him off and he'll start swearing or yeah, getting upset. All right. All right. That's interesting. And you know, I used to call him Waze's bitch, remember? Yes, he is Waze's well, bitch. Well, now he's a fair weather bitch. He's not always following ways? No. Now no. he's like, what's the matter with her? She's having a nervous breakdown uh, the other day. She was taking a, we're on the LIE, and, yeah. and then she's going, make a left. Where? To what? <laughs> <laughs> I used to be a big follower of ways, but then I feel like now, they, now they're just getting, they're making you make turns you don't need to make to save 30 seconds. I don't yeah. know. Did I ever yeah. tell you about the time we use ways in Italy? No. So we're in Sicily. Mm-hmm. Is my time up? No, you're good. You keep looking over there. I, I like to see if people are laughing, and they oh. are, so continue. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, so we're in Sicily, and like I speak a little bit of Italian, yeah. but I'm not really that fluent because right. you have to practice. I used to speak when I was a baby, and, I'll, and I'm pretty fluent when I have a glass of wine mm-hmm. in, in Italy. All right, so we're driving along, and... Um, to be clear, you're not fluent if you're in America and have a glass of wine. It's only if you're in only Italy. Only in Italy. Okay, interesting. Okay. Yeah. And when I'm in Italy, I can talk to the cab drivers and the, the workers, but if I get like a really educated Italian, I sound like a moron. Oh, yeah, I mean... Yeah. Sorry. Right. So anyway, um, we're driving along, we're listening to the waves in Italian. Right. And she's going, uh, alla sinistra, alla sinistra, which means go left. We right. don't know what she's saying. We keep going, we keep going. Alla sinistra. She, and she starts yelling, a sinistra. <laughs> <laughs> Got to cut that out too. Yeah. She yeah. goes, alla sinistra, fanabola. Go to Naples. Okay, well, there you go. Yeah, and and I'm like, I've never been really uh, yelled at by a dashboard. By a, by a dashboard, By no. a dashboard. That was a new one. I kind of like that. They have a thing, so I wanted to do this for the show. I thought this was brilliant a yeah. couple of years ago. They have celebrity voices on Waze, mm. and I wanted to have all of the hosts record the directions so you could choose the cast of the No view. one's going to listen to me. I, how funny would that be? <laughs> oh, my you know, God. It'd be like, you know, so you... Traffic ahead. So what? Who cares? I mean, that'd be great. It'd be a, we'll be a, make a left if you feel like it. <laughs> you know, get rid of the bike lanes. I think it'd be pretty good. Okay. But it would require all of you sitting in a studio reading 150 directions. So, it. Yeah, that's not going to work. No. But I, I think ways with the view. I also wouldn't mind the slot machine, but we can talk about that. A view slot machine? Yeah, with all your faces on it. and you're Just, like, Why don't we take the, the show to, to Atlantic City already? Uh, well, it could happen. You it know. could happen. I got a lot of things going. All right. All right. Um, I've been nervous about uh, bringing this up, but we are nearing ho- uh, Halloween. Shoots are happening. I know this is not a favorite topic of yours, so we're not going to discuss your costume, okay. but we are talking Halloween, and uh, you're, you know, you have a complicated relationship with Halloween, because I think at the end, you're always, you always look great. You always what, what, end up like it. What choice do I have? You have no choice. You could, you could choose not to be a pain in the ass about it on the way. You can make no, the journey that's easier. that's not going to happen. All right. Well, the, the end result <laughs> is always great, Yeah. Um, and you generally... Or tell me some of your favorites. I got a list here of all the costumes you've done over the years. Um, so you were the Phantom of the Opera in 1997. Do you even remember this? I do remember. All right. Did you like that? I was dressed like a guy. Okay. Yeah, that's a rule of yours. Generally, you don't like to do that. No, it's it okay. Times, it was all right. right. I like that costume. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you, I know what my favorite one was. Tippy Hedren. Tippy Hedren. Yes. Because it was a creative costume. I just had birds attached to me. Yes. From the movie Birds, the Hitchcock movie. That right. was that was clever. That was really good. Yeah. You were Mommy Dearest, which is hysterical. Mommy Dearest was a good one, yeah. You were the Wicked Witch and the Bride of Chucky. I see a theme here, by the way. I'm just throwing <laughs> that out there. Well, you know, those characters are funny. They are. They yeah. are. I mean, um, I wasn't going for, uh, I was going for a laugh. Yeah. Well, in my era of the show, um, let's see, starting in 2015, you were the Evil Queen. 
don't from, remember that. You were great. You look good. Uh, you were Joy from Inside Out. You were Pinocchio Trump, who uh, told lies and his nose would grow. <laughs> that was, that now, was that's a good. clever one. That was good. You yeah. were the mid-Terminator, where you were a version of Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, working the midterms for the Democrats, I believe. <laughs> That's a good one. That was good. I wonder who thought of that. You and uh, I think Christian McKiernan thought of that one. Oh. You were twins with Meghan McCain in The Shining. Mm-hmm. And uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. That was fun. You got to do the time warp with the audience. People like that. Uh-huh. And then uh, last year, Peggy Bundy, which I really enjoyed Peggy quite Bundy a bit. was a cute costume. It's all about the hair for you. You love yeah, that hair. Yeah, I do. I like the hair. Yeah. So um, do you have any any joyful memories of the, the Halloween Over shows? Over the years? Yeah. Meredith one time went as Baby Jane. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. Whatever would... happened to her? Baby Jane? Yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or Meredith Vieira. Yeah, either one. Um, Barbara, you know, the Barbara, one year she came as Audrey Hepburn. Yes. She always wanted to look good. Mm-hmm. She was not into, like, Meredith did not. Meredith would win as Baby Jane, and I look, I'm always a villain or whatever. Yeah. But Barbara always wanted to look nice. So one year she came. I've told the story on the year, Mar- Marilyn Monroe. She would not get out of the out of the. Uh, it is something else. That I've seen that clip a billion times. That's, she would uh, not stop. And we kept saying, well, hey, Barbara, we got the laugh now. Relax. <laughs> no, she kept going. She kept going. And happy birthday, Mr. <laughs> President. She loved it. Yeah. No, and, and she seemed to like it when they, you guys would tease her about it, too. Yeah. yeah. It, it does seem there's a clear delineation between the hosts that want to look good and the hosts that want to look crazy. Yeah. Like, who wants to look crazy this year? Anybody? Uh, I'm not, I don't know. She's not going to look crazy, but I think Sunny's going to go a little out there with her costume. Oh, yeah. Yeah, which is pretty good. Uh, Sarah, also not interested in looking good, per se. I was, ta- I was talking. Well, yesterday- well, she looks good every day. She doesn't look good on Halloween. I, I was talking <laughs> yesterday to Alyssa, who we threw a bucket of water in her face last year as part of a shoot, and she was <laughs> resentful of that. And we tormented poor Abby Huntsman in the beginning. I mean, she was, she, we had her as Lady Gaga in like six different outfits, and yeah. she wore the meat dress, and she did all that. See, that's one thing you yeah. know about me. Do not put me in more than one outfit. Yes, I know. I know. All Believe right. me. And then the other uh, thing we did to poor Abby Huntsman is we made her carry from... The Shining, and we dumped blood all over her. Which yeah, was, I remember that. Yeah, that was... That was a good one. Yeah, she was a good sport. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good sport. She's no longer with us. No. That's how good a She's sport She's alive. She <laughs> <laughs> Let's be clear. Poor Paula Farris. We made her into Where's Waldo because no one could find her on the show. She was only on Fridays. All right. That's all the time we have. Um, thank you very much for uh, all your uh, your time with me, as always. I look forward to next week. I hope it doesn't come too quickly for you. Do you feel that you're getting to be a better interviewer or what? Well, what do you think? Well... No, I think you're fine. Yeah, professionally, I I interviewed people for like the last ten years yeah. for yeah. But segments. the secret to interviewing is listening. Yes, that's the whole secret, and then responding. Yeah, it's the secret on this show too. Well, it's interesting. You all require different things for an interview, also. Oh yeah, like yeah. Yeah, tell me. Well, with you, of course, I don't want to step on anything that's funny, and I don't try <laughs> to happen. be the funny one. I wasn't trying here. to be funny today. No, you were sincere. I'm tired. I didn't sleep last night. Why not? I don't know. The world. No, I just kept getting up to pay. Okay. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. All right, yeah. I will work on becoming well, a better interviewer. What about the interview. others? What, what do you, and so with me, you don't want to step on a joke. No, with you, I don't want to step with on a how, joke. What about Alyssa? What's her, her secret sauce? Alyssa, I like to get into, uh, you know, I like to, to get her point of view on politics because she feels like she has more time to talk here in an uninterrupted way, right. mm-hmm. which is interesting. Sarah is very, she likes to be free-flowing. She does not want to have produced moments. She doesn't uh-huh. want to have too much of a, a setup beforehand. That's a big well, thing no, with her. Well, this is not a produce. You just have f- suggested questions. No, with you, it, because you're a comedian, for no. me, it's I'm throwing out things that I, I'm, I basically in, in basketball parlance, I'm throwing alley-oops for you to make slam dunks. Okay. And that's what I do. All right. And Sonny? 
Uh, Sunny, it's about uh, diving into uh, her relationships and her marriage and her children, uh, getting her jealous and competitive. That gets good stuff out of out of Sunny. <laughs> well, I who's like she her. competitive with? Anybody oh, on the panel? No, with other, uh, just like with her family and with like, you know, uh, the idea that uh, we had a big thing last week. We we're going to talk to her about it, about whether she could still do a split. Um, oh. She was telling me as a trained dancer, she could still do a split. She's a trained dancer? She's a trained uh, a trained dancer. Who oh, really? Would she go to ballet school when she was a toddler? I don't know. We'll have to ask her about it. But <laughs> um, And then uh, she may or may not have injured herself doing a split. So we're going to talk to her about okay. that. So, you know, it, it's trying to get a little and bit. Who else is left there? Whoopi. She's on again, coming up soon. Whoopi spends a lot of time uh, debunking stories about her that aren't true. <laughs> that's been that's been the big that's takeaway. Funny. Yeah, and uh, Anna Navarro. Yeah, I don't know if you're aware of this. Anna Navarro has a lot of famous friends down in Miami. You're kidding. Ava Longoria. No, she stop knows, it. She knows Gloria Estefan. You're kidding me. No, I'm telling you. It's unbelievable. <laughs> so that's, that's what we talk about. All right. Well, I will see you next week. Thank you. I hope everyone enjoyed it. We'll see you tomorrow with Sonny Hostin. Mm-hmm. Right. The ballet dancer. The ballet dancer. People who disappear without a trace. Where is she? The most notorious murder cases in New York. Pure evil. And the most devious killers. There's a Hannibal Lecter feel to him. For chilling true crime stories, follow the True Crime NYC podcast wherever you listen.